Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, Gilmore's.ie, to see the amazing Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Sinead Brazel on LMFM. This is LMFM Radio, 11 to 1. You're listening to Sinead Brazel. Good morning. WhatsApp and text lines are open on 086-1800-658. It's a drizzly, dreary, wet, piddly day, isn't it? It is. And what can we do, parents of the Northeast? Because it's the Easter holidays and of course it's raining, you know? Day two of the two-week Easter holidays and already I can hear it. I can hear it. It's happening around the northeast. <sighs> I'm bored. That's what it is, isn't it? Mm-mm-mm. And, you know, you feel like you've already given in. You know, they've, they're watching television. They're watching screens. I know. I know. There's not, not a thing you can do about it. Sure, it's mucky out there. Mucky day. So I thought, oh, you know, let's find some things to inspire you to do with the kids, you know? So I found, <laughs> found this article online. Oh my goodness me. Oh yeah. This woman has to be American or something, right? But anyway, Zoe Lake is her name. She's a childminder and mum of one. And uh, she has a new book, Adventures at Home. Sounds inspiring. Sounds like the exact thing we need. Easter holidays, rainy L morning. So... What's her, what's her like hints and tips? Okay, number one. Well, first thing she says, we love creating mini adventures at home together. Whether that's building a giant tablecloth den that swallows the back garden or ch- challenging ourselves to go 24 hours without electricity. <laughs> sorry, sorry now. Let's just back up there a bit, uh, Zoe. Like, 24 hours without electricity. Already you're off to a bad start. Do you know what I mean? Like, what sort of insane person would try that challenge with their children this day and age? No, 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 no. Anyway, an open mind is required with regards to this. Let's go for number one. Okay, people, dig out your tent, drag out your blankets and cushions, power up the radio and set up camp in the garden. The kids will love it. Spend the day listening to music. Create a mini music festival. Okay, we might have the weather for a festival out there, but I am not dragging out the good cushions and things out and the tent in that. Not happening. Also, at least at a real life festival, we would have alcohol and no children. So it's a big fat no to the music festival in the back garden, Zoe Lake. Number two on her list here, wildlife hunting in the garden. 
look, it might clear up later on. Maybe you could try this out. And, you know, young kids especially would like this, I think. This isn't too bad. You know, lift up a pile of logs, she says, and look for insects. You know, hang some feeders for birds, that kind of thing. Okay, I can kind of get a little bit on board with that. Photography day, she says, lend your youngsters a camera or your phone and encourage creativity. Again, Zoe, if I lent my youngster the phone, he's not snapping pictures on it. Do you know what I mean? He's going, put YouTube on. Where's Paw Patrol? Like, you're you're, you're giving them a screen. It's just, it's going to be a bad idea. You know what I mean? If you're trying to get them away from it. Also, if I encourage him to take photographs, I'm going to have pictures of muck, poo, worms, and probably himself doing an action shot on the trampoline. Like, this is what's going to happen, you know? Number four, okay, it's going downhill swiftly, Zoe, she says. (laughs) Set up a sewing project. Now, as somebody who has no clue how to sew, any time even a button falls off, it's straight to my own mother. I mean, seriously, you know, not a hope is a sewing project happening. Not a clue, no. We'd be sewing ourselves together. That's what it'll be in our house. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Okay, no, this might be good. This is a suitable one now for a rainy day. Get out a good old fashioned cardboard box and let your imagination run wild, she says. It could be anything, couldn't it? A cardboard box. Now, this is really only going to work if you have smallies at home, I think. But that's something maybe that we might be able to get on board with. Some tips for you today as you lose the will to live. With it raining outside and it being day two of the Easter holidays. I hope in some small way that has helped. If not, it's only many more, six more hours until it's reasonably accepted, acceptable to open said bottle of wine or beer. So hang in there. What a man gotta do. Jonas Brothers, what a man gotta do on LMFM's 11 to 1. Derek Finnegan has been on, he says. Uh, Sinead, the only thing for a rainy day to entertain the kids is a good old-fashioned jigsaw, he says. Oh, Derek, that might work for maybe five minutes and then it's, I can't do it. I can't fit the pieces. Oh, they've no patience, no patience. But I don't have to worry because I'm here and my husband is at home with the children. So forgive me, satisfied. <laughs> Laugh. Yes, I am delighted with my life to be here today. I really am. Uh, now, we've got lots to look forward to on the show today. I caught up with Imelda May last week. My goodness me, that woman is a tonic. She is just good for the soul. She really is. She is bringing her fantastic Made to Love tour right here to Drada to the TLT. And she's really excited. She said she has such fond memories of Drada and she worked in Mosney. She's a great story around that as well. Do not miss that. That's coming up in the second half. Right now, we're going to talk to a lady that I just adore. She is brilliant. She, um, her story is fantastic. And you know what? It goes to prove as well that you're never too late and you know there's never kind of you know the wrong time or anything to start up something and she started acting in her 40s after being having a very successful career as a nurse and a chance encounter in a pub with the amazing director and writer Shane Meadows led her on the path that she's on now and this woman has a BAFTA nomination she is popping up in amazing series all over the place now I missed chatting to her before the series aired on ITV because of Covid so I got in touch with her yesterday and I was like, said Helen you have to come on the show talk to us about Holding because it is starting on Virgin Media more tonight so here's a little taster of the trailer this is the 
the adaptation, the TV series adaptation of Graham Norton's novel Holding. Here is a little trailer for you. It's brown. It's not a crime. Busy, were you, Sergeant? There's a dead body in the neighbour's field. TJ! Okay, uh... Is the body Tommy Burke? Do you know what to do for an argument? Boy Wonder here is in charge. How humiliation. Can you think of anyone who had a reason to want Tommy dead? No? Apart from the woman he left standing at the altar. Tommy seems to have been involved with both women. Oh. I'm watching you. I know you are. She was obsessed. Everyone thinks I killed Tommy. <laughs> Oh, it's just, it looks so good. It's dark, it's funny, it's crime, it's all set in a remote village in, in Ireland. It looks absolutely amazing. We're going to join actress Helen Behan to chat about holding just after these. 11 to 1. She's a former nurse from Late Town and she's appeared in hits like This Is England, The Virtues and Elizabeth Is Missing. But she's back on our screens tonight acting alongside royalty, acting royalty, I should say, like Brenda Fricker, Conleth Hill and a host of others in a four-part adaptation of Graeme Norton's book Holding. It's a four-part drama series set in the remote Irish village of Dunneen and it follows three troubled inhabitants as they each find themselves caught up in a mysterious murder. I'm delighted to be joined once again on the line by the wonderful actress Helen Behan. How are you doing? Good morning, Sinead. What an intro. Thanks very much. Oh, it's great to have you back on the programme again. I follow you. I promise it's not stalking on Instagram. And <laughs> when I saw you posting pictures on the set of Holding, I was thinking, oh my goodness, fantastic. A great, What a great book to adapt. And secondly, I was obviously excited to see you back on screen again. This must have been such a dream project to work on, though. It was fantastic and I, I, I will put my hand up, I hadn't read the book. Um, I heard people talking about them and then, you know, the audition came through for this and um, I said, I better, I better get on it. <laughs> so I read the book, but uh, um, a dream project. I think the main draw for me was the fact that Cathy Burke was directing it. Yeah. Um, it was a great book and uh, I mean, it's it's... They've stayed fairly true to it. Always it happens in a series where they flesh out the characters and change it slightly for story purpose. Um, so they've done that a bit uh, with Graham's consent. Um, but yeah, it does. It does hold up. I read the book. I've seen parts of this. I have to watch the rest of it now. I've only seen the first two episodes of this. But okay, yes, it, it really is. After the first two. It does. I, I heard that that's like episode three is like where it's absolutely like ramping yeah. it up oh, oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like for me, if that was me now walking on set and seeing like Brenda Fricker and Condlet oh. Hill and I mean, I would just be like, I would be there with the autograph book embarrassing myself, Helen. I, well, I tried to hold back doing that because I am that now. But I am that. Person who is mouth open. Oh my God! Look, I have to try and remember that I'm there in a professional capacity and not a stalker. <laughs> but I, she wasn't uh, um, because Brenda and I sadly, sadly, sadly didn't have any scenes together just due to our storyline. But she was there some days on a crossover, so we did get chatting, and I was just gobsmacked. I mean. She, when you see her at work, and when you, particularly when you see her in this, and particularly in episode three, um, she's just—you can see why she has a, a gold statue. You know, she's yeah. just brilliant. She's brilliant, 
and every bit the legend in the flesh as well, you know. And the, the whole cast, I mean, it, it, there's a really great ensemble there, real quirky characters, everybody with something different to offer. So it was a, an absolute treat, yeah, an absolute treat. And I mean, you know, when, when you do walk on set and you see these people, because I mean, you have starred uh, alongside the absolute acting legend, Glenda Jackson. I mean, you know, yeah. and let me say, talk about holding your own in there as well. Like, oh my God. Yeah. But do you, do you ever get like imposter syndrome? Do you ever go, oh God, like they're going to, they're going to find oh, out? <laughs> I live with imposter syndrome because it feels very, very surreal to do something that you absolutely love, A, to be paid for it, be because it feels like play and it is now the, like I mean Jesus we work hard God yes. we in there and work our asses off we do work hard um, I and I I don't know I'm sure everybody works hard I feel like I work myself to the bone to get it right because I can't believe me look that I'm in there in the first place so I, I work extremely hard but I, I certainly I think when it's happening I'm in it and I'm thinking, Christ, there's there's Brenda Swicker, there's Glenda Jackson. There. You know, I, I tell myself it at the moment and then I park that because otherwise I couldn't get the job done. Yeah. It's only kind of afterwards you say, God, I mean, when I was younger, dreaming of being an actor and you, you, you know, it is a dream to think about things like that. You don't ever think there'll be a reality to work with the, that calibre of actor. But it somehow has just happened for me and so I'm trying to you know, be a consummate professional and just like yeah. sit there and pretend like I should be but there and just get on. No, you definitely hands, should you know? be there because, you know, you are somebody that has this natural, natural talent. And of course you should be part of this. You really should. Um, but for people who haven't read the book Holding, tell us about the story because this is kind of comedy meets uh, true crime and it's so, so it's Irish, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a weirdie. And, and actually... It it didn't feel like always with these Irish dramas. Do you think people are seeing us like potato, potato? You know, Irish, <laughs> I, I, and I hate all that. You know, I because we're we're not that. You know, we're that's some kind of American, you know, fifties ideology that we're all, you, you know, wearing tartan and scarves on our heads and running around fields. Been <laughs> running around fields in this, but it's with real people. It's with people that you can identify with. With you know, they're, they're fallible and they and they have they're flawed and they're they're real real humans. But this story basically is set in this small fictional village of Janine. Although I think there might actually be a place in Cork called Janine. <laughs> there could be. Yeah. Um, so it's a fictional village and it's full of everybody you'd meet in a small Irish village, you know, busybodies and uh, um, it's just full of everybody we know, the yes. kind of people we you know, you can recognise these people. And it is basically a murder mystery whodunit. And, uh, but it's, it's, the tone is very strange. It's a hard one to call and kind of after the first one you say, God, what is this thing? But it does kind of develop into a thing in itself and I mean, we, I absolutely love working on it. It's really quirky and it's absolutely got a stamp of Cathy Burke on it and it's, you oh, you're right in saying it's quirky. Kind of, yeah, yeah, it really is, you know, and you're kind of going, is this dark? Am I supposed to laugh? Uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all of that. Like, it really is. There's kind of this this light side happening and then yes. this heavy drama side and it's kind of, it's just, it, it exists in the middle there somewhere. It does and, indeed. Uh, and, and you play Abigail, you play Abigail Ross and she has a lot of secrets and she's really trying to keep everything sort of together, isn't she? 
Yeah, well, she Abigail is the eldest sister of of the three Rosses, played by uh, and myself, Amy, the wonderful Amy Conroy, who plays my sister Florence, and Charlene McKenna, brilliant Charlene, who plays Evelyn. And they're these kind of they, they live a little bit outside the village, and they kind of figure themselves a cut above the others, and they don't really have much to do with village business, and they've got all their own stuff going on. They're this very dysfunctional you know, very tight uh, uh, sister dynamic, which is brilliant. And uh, um, Abigail, yeah, as the eldest, she kind of, uh, um, she runs the, the farm that they yep. own. She she holds everything together. And yes, she's had a very kind of heavy past. Uh, they all have things to do with their family, you know, things that have happened within their family. And so she she's trying to keep the sisters together and... Uh, um, Evelyn, played by Charlene, is this kind of really never grew up kind of yeah. tempestuous character. Who, She's who, a bit brazen, isn't she as well? Brazen yeah. is the right word. Yeah. In real life. <laughs> <laughs> and on stage, but, but it's this kind of, you know, Abigail's nearly the mother as well as the sister and she's the father. You know, this, this, this whole kind of... Uh, um, Keeping it all together. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, really I don't is. want to give anything away. No, no, because this is the this is the thing. This is it's a four parter, you know, and there's lots, as you mentioned, lots of twists and turns in this. Now you are taking some well deserved time out at the no, at the moment, but knowing you, there's something exciting in the pipeline. What's what's next? What's happening? Well, um, I mean, I've been working constantly throughout the pandemic, which is like, I'm so lucky as an actor that I, I got to do that because a lot of things shut down. I just happened to be very lucky. I also went back nursing during the pandemic. So I kind of didn't have a break. So I'm kind of, you know, the way you kind of hope for a while. Yeah. As an actor, you're always waiting for the next job, but sometimes you just hope, please don't let Anne come in now. Please just let me get these few days <laughs> away. So I've been relaxing and, and the family are all off now with the Easter break. So I'm really looking forward to just chilling out with them. But I was, we, we took a few days away recently and I was auditioning while I was away. So there is a couple of things uh, in the pipeline. Exciting. Um, I just shot, uh, when I came back, I shot, shot a short uh, for this brilliant company, Oscar-winning company called Slick Films in London. And they're just really young, dynamic guys making, you know, quirky shorts and animations. And they, they won an Oscar for this animation they made. But I did uh, um, a short film about this woman. It's a beautiful story about this uh, divorce. The subject is divorce, but it's it's a day in the life of this woman. And... Uh, um, Always women, you know, in these stories are represented, divorce represented by, you know, the collapse of the marriage, yes, whether of course. from abuse or, or extramarital affairs or whatever. This story is just about a couple that drifted. Nothing okay. bad happened, nothing. So, you know, the director wanted to, to show this woman, he knows this woman, and he just wanted to show the story of, of when it just Collapses and kind out, of what's, you know, yeah, and yeah, what and she, it's beautiful, and and it's just a day kind of in her life, and and working up to them, um, telling you know their 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 son, uh, what's going to happen, you know, what the future looks like for that family. So that was beautiful, and and that was shot in London, so that can go on the festival circuit now soon. Okay, um, so exciting and, stuff, exciting yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's a few a few bits in 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 the pipe, but like every actor, you, 
here's something great happening and don't talk about it. Don't <laughs> I know, she's like Dyson. I know, I understand. But we will hear all about it when it comes. And and I know just from watching you, you know, throughout the last few years and how much you've kind of, you know, grown and progressed as and developed and everything as an actress. It's exciting to watch. It really is. And this is oh, a really brilliant you. series. Uh, but best of luck to you in whatever is next, Helen. Thank you so, so much for Thanks joining me. And uh, I hope everybody enjoys it. It starts tonight. You'll give all the details. I will. I have it all here. Four yeah. weeks. And, and uh, it's, it's, it's worth getting stuck into. It really is. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> Helen, thank you so, so much. Enjoy the Thanks break. Thanks, Thanks a million. Take care. Bye. 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 Helen Behan there. She's brilliant. It's launching tonight. Okay. The first episode holding 9pm. It's on Virgin Media More. Okay. So Virgin Media More tonight at 9pm over the next few weeks. 11 to 1. A national online survey focusing on the topics of well-being and social inclusion was officially launched yesterday by Minister for Children, Equality, Disability, Integration and Youth, Roderick O'Gorman, on behalf of the National Disability Authority. This survey aims to find out how included people from all sectors of Irish society actually feel, as well as their thoughts and opinions on social inclusion in Ireland today. The survey is live today. It's anonymous and takes just a couple of minutes to complete. Joining me now to tell us more about it is Aideen Hartney. She's director of the National Disability Authority who devised the survey. How are you doing, Aideen? Not too bad, Sinead. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Now, this is a really important step in the right direction in terms of working towards a more inclusive society. Tell us, where did the idea for the survey come from? Um, thanks, Sinead. Well, look, at the National Disability Authority, our job is to give evidence-informed advice to government on matters relevant to disability. And of course, having data and statistics is really important for that. So we wanted to find out the experiences of how disabled uh, people are feeling in terms of being included in their communities or how their own feelings of well-being are. But when we started thinking a bit more about it and discussing it with our advisory group that has some people with disabilities on it, we decided we were going to expand it to the whole of adult society in Ireland. And this will help us really understand whether different groups experience social inclusion differently. So, for example, um, a person with a disability isn't just about their disability. They have layers of identity, their gender, their age, their sexual identity, their ethnic background, all of that. So really, this survey is going to help us understand which are the factors that uh, promote inclusion in society and which are the factors then that might be barriers to inclusion or mean people feel less well uh, included or well a sense of well-being in their communities. So it's really kind of broad and I've actually been on it there myself. I took it this morning myself. Oh, well done. Yeah, um, it's gone live today. Give us an idea of some of the questions here. Well, as you say, it's quite broad uh, and it's open to anybody over the age of 18 who's living in Ireland can fill this in. Uh, And as you say, it's available online and uh, we have translations in Irish and English and Irish Sign Language, Polish and Romanian. But there's questions there about uh, whether somebody has a job, because we know a job is a really uh, good way of getting to make connections with other people and feel included in your community, uh, about how people are feeling in terms of their financial well-being, um, where they live, whether they're urban or rural, and then what, what their, their background characteristics are. So whether they belong to an ethnic group, uh, how they might identify in terms of their sexual identity, whether they have a disability or, or, or difficulty carrying out some of the daily tasks. 
drugs. So there's all sorts of questions like that uh, on it. And from it, we'll be able to see who's feeling, who's finding the going pretty good at the moment, and then what groups might be finding it a little bit tougher. And this means then that the government, but also local community groups, can target their resources where resources are really scarce. They can target them at those groups where there'll be the greatest difference. Yeah, and I have to say, it's really refreshing to kind of, you know, as soon as you go in there and you see, you know, uh, you know, male, female, man, woman, and then prefer to identify myself. I thought that was really important, particularly nowadays when that's, you know, such a big issue for people. And the one thing as well is we should mention that it's anonymous. At no stage did I have to kind of put in my personal details, address, that kind of thing. And also on each question, you give a box uh, for people if they don't want to answer at all. Absolutely. We want the survey itself to be as inclusive as possible. And as you say, uh, it really is the statistical data that we want, not anything identifiable. But that makes it all the more important that as many people fill this in as possible. So we're really asking all your listeners to go to www.howsitgoing.ie and take the few minutes to fill it in, because the greater numbers we have, the more analysis we can do then on all the various different groups. And it takes, I did it myself yesterday, actually, and it does, it takes about 10 to 12 minutes, but uh, hopefully people will be able to squeeze that into their busy days. Oh, you can easily do it. I I did it this morning, absolutely, yeah. And, you know, we're hearing all the time about how people living with disabilities or those maybe from minority or ethnic groups are feeling isolated. What are you hoping the survey will reveal about their experiences that can then be approved upon going forward? Well, it is about those feelings of isolation and I suppose some of the reasons about for that isolation. And, and that can work then, uh, that information can be useful at a number of levels. So we can advise government directly. And so some of the policies they have, things like the social inclusion roadmap or the well-being framework, can then be targeted at particular groups. But then uh, even at local level, if there's community groups or, for example, a disability group who's looking to help those uh, within their community who are most at risk uh, of isolation, then they, they might decide whether they're going to have a particular strand of work to target, you know, supposing the results showed that it was somebody who was had a disability and was part of an ethnic group, maybe that that was, you know, they were more at risk of social isolation than another group, then that's where they could target a particular program. So we're hoping the results will be uh, useful at the very highest level, but also then down at the community level as well. I think it's going to yield really interesting results, even just from doing the survey myself. Like it's 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 very interesting, even kind of thinking about your own life and going, well, do I have this? Do I relate to that? You know, I, I found it very interesting, the whole thing. I think it's a really positive step as well in towards creating a more conclu- inclusive society. I wish you the best of luck with it, Aideen. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. Not at all, Sinead. Thanks a million. Aideen Hartney, Director of the National Disability Authority. You can find out more information on How's It Going? How'sItGoing.ie. That's where the survey is. It's going to be live there for six weeks. I strongly urge everybody to fill it out because it's only going to, you know, be better in the long run. The more data that they can collect, the better that they can, you know, assess and kind of allocate funding and resources to various different groups that need it. So How'sItGoing.ie. Going to take a quick break and we're back with Hot House Flowers. 11 to 1. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 So on this day in 1976, the music charts are dominated by the likes of ABBA, Queen, Chicago, all that. In fashion, clothes have become baggier, pants have become less flared and sports clothing and the disco look are both popular. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was top of the box office charts. Mood rings were a fad. Remember mood 
mood rings. Interesting. And on this day, 1976, Anne Rice's debut novel, Interview with a Vampire, is published. Also, uh, a couple of years later, 1979, Claire Danes was born. She's celebrating a birthday today. And today is Yuri's Night. It's observed each year on April 12th. It's also popular known as World Space Party. This day commemorates the first man to launch into space as well as humankind's extraordinary achievements in space exploration. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. We're not going anywhere. We're just taking a break for news. Okay, News at 12 is approaching. And after that, we have exclusive chats with Sandra Bullock. Her new film, The Lost City, is out now. Plus, I caught up with the brilliant Imelda May. She is bringing her Made to Love tour to Drogheda's TLT. That is all to come. 11 to 1. You are listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. There's Tiffany. I think we're alone now, kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good afternoon. You can get in touch with me on 086-1800-658. We know that Ireland is kind of a hotspot now for celebs, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it really is. And the latest celebrity, wait for it, ladies, to reach our shore, is Hollywood star Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah. He was spotted in County Wexford over the weekend, surprising fans by sharing pictures from a popular tourist attraction. I actually was there before. Um, It's Wells House. It's this magnificent Victorian country house and gardens in Gorey County Wexford. Excellent spot if anyone is thinking of going on a little jaunt over the Easter break. That is a lovely spot down there. It's great for the kids as well. But there he was. Magic Mike was in Wells House and Gardens and he took to the Instagram to share a number of pictures from the visit and uh, he uh, was particularly fond of one of the mare cats in an animal enclosure that's there calling her his queen he says uh, his film The Lost City is hitting cinemas uh, on Friday he stars alongside Brad Pitt Daniel Radcliffe uh, Sandra Bullock as well and it looks like a really good kind of switch your brain off get lost in the adventure and action and fun it really does and a little bit later on the show I have exclusive chats with Sandra Bullock um, about that movie but there you go Channing Tatum in Wexford no less The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people the Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all Hi, I'm Louise. Lily Allen's revealed how she was utterly terrified to take to the stage in her West End debut. The singer admits she was more nervous about appearing in the play 222 Ghost Story than anything else she's ever done before. She was at the Olivier Awards this week, having been nominated for her part in it. She says there's a big difference to performing in a theatre to a live gig on stage. You're just being a pop star. It doesn't matter. You haven't got lines. Like, you don't have to remember anything. You just are who you are. Whereas this, it's like, no. The whole story falls apart. <laughs> Don't do it right. Idris Elba says playing Nelson Mandela helped inspire his latest TV series about boxing. The actor says he saw how the sport helped children in South Africa while he was filming Long Walk to Freedom, film based on the politician's autobiography. Idris Elba's fight school sees him meet disadvantaged British students who want to learn the sport. Jude Law joins BBC Radio 1's film critic Ali Plum to talk about taking on the role of Albus Dumbledore in the Fantastic Beasts series. He reveals how he got the part. I saw the first Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. My own imagination started whirring. Tell me, what is it? That 
maybe somewhere in that world there was a Dumbledore who was nearing 50 and hmm, is he going to get to play a part in these stories? I reached out and then there really was a process where they wanted to see what I maybe would bring and indeed I was curious to know whether it was a pair of shoes I wanted to step into. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. Oh, there's great excitement, isn't there, for the Fantastic Beasts movie. The new one, Secrets of Dumbledore, is out. It's out. And uh, I have a really nice prize that I'm going to give away tomorrow. Okay, this is on tomorrow's show. It's some merchandise from the Secret of Dublin Doors. Uh, Dublin Doors? No, Dumbledore. Get it right. Uh, yeah, there's a wand. There's uh, some nice goodies in there. I really wanted it for myself, but I am going to give it to you, one of you. That's tomorrow's show. So stay tuned for details on that. Getting back to today, here's One Republic. There's One Republic. Stop and stare. I'm giving you warning now to just stop whatever it is you're doing, make yourself a cup of tea or coffee and settle in for a really lovely chat with Imelda May. Caught up with her last week. Uh, We chatted everything. We chatted about everything. We really did. And she is in great form. She really is. She's bringing her Made to Love tour uh, to the TLT on May 3rd. We're going to catch up with her just after these. 11 to 1. Superstar singer, powerful songwriter, she can belt out a foot-stomping rockabilly hit, she can reduce us to tears with her soulful voice and she can stop us in our tracks with the power of spoken word. My next guest is constantly evolving and she's back with her new album, 11 Past the Hour. It's her first music album in four years after the hugely successful poetry EP, Slip of the Tongue. With the new music comes a new tour and she's embarking on her Made to Love tour in May. We we are so excited that she's coming to Drogheda's TLT on May 3rd and I'm truly delighted to be joined by the legend Imelda May. She's on the line with me now. How are you doing Imelda? I'm very well. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. When you burst onto the music scene with that quiff, that red lip, the gorgeous sultry voice, I was like, who is this? We did not see anybody like you at the time and you are still surprising us. You're constantly evolving, not just your style, but your music, your craft, because my God, this album is just brilliant. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I was bopping around to it there before, (laughs) before I logged on here with you this morning. Uh, thanks very much. That's so lovely of you. I think you have to, I mean, life changes anyway. So you have to change. And I, I, I like to stay excited um, by what I'm doing, you know. I think when you start getting comfortable with anything artistic, it's not good, you know. You need to kind of rev it up. Oh. And uh, and that's what I do, just, just for my own self, really. And I'm really lucky that people seem to come along with me. Absolutely. And I think that's kind of... We're all evolving together. Yeah, it rings true in all aspects of our life. You're so right. But, you know, when you think back to those early days, could you have ever imagined that you would release a spoken word poetry album, which is incredible, by the way. I loved it. Um, And not only that, but that there would be a huge appetite for it. I know. I, I, I was hoping that would be the case, but I was told by a few people I was mad. But I wanted to put music to it because I find, you know, lyrics and words and... Sometimes uh, just that with some beautiful strings behind it. And I've gotten so many messages about 
people using home, the poem, all that love for all their weddings and um, and get to, family get-togethers. I'm getting so many messages from people about them, which is just a heart one. But, I mean, we're a nation of poets and writers and artists. Yes. It's part of who we are. It's part of our culture. And, you know, um, and I think it's time, it, it, there's a beautiful revival in remembering that. Um, not to be forgot it was there in our psyche, but we're bringing it to the forefront again. I think there's a gorgeous, huge pride in Irish culture at the moment, which is just fabulous. Oh, it really you know? is. And I know uh, from, from reading up bits and pieces that um, people who knew you know you well always knew you were this gifted poet. We're only learning this in the last little while. And in <laughs> fact, you would often recite poetry on nights out with friends. Would you just sort of do this off the cuff or would it be stuff that you'd be working on? Oh, no, there's, there's ones that they ask for uh, all the time, especially girlfriends ask for the rude ones <laughs> and, uh, or the, the empowering ones. But it's normally... You know that 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 messy time and that ridiculous time at three in the morning when you should have yes. gone home and you're standing <laughs> on the table somehow. It's normally then, yeah. <laughs> but um, I have to tell you something about Drogheda. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you something that I only revealed to my parents a couple a few years ago when I was uh, fifteen years old. I used to work in Mosney. <gasps> uh, that was my first my first job. No was, way. Um, one of my first jobs was in the food hall, and I, 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 uh, I dated one of the lifeguards, <laughs> and he was lovely. And I got a great bunch of friends in Drogheda that were working there at the time. And when I was fifteen, I told me mum and dad I was going to stay over and meet friends. But I walked down to the dock, I paid a fiver, and I got a coach up to Drogheda to see the stunning with my friends. <gasps> Brilliant! And what? I stayed overnight, sleeping on. A, I stayed overnight, sleeping on the floor. Came back, and I never told him that until a couple of years. <laughs> Oh my God, I love it. And you know what? So many people listening will not only relate to that lying to the parents thing, but also to the Mosney thing. So many of us worked in Mosney and it was kind of like this rite of passage, wasn't it? It was, yeah, and shakers and all the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the memories. Oh, you're bringing us right back there now. Really and truly. I used to, yeah, get out of the pool now. That was the thing that attracted me to him. (laughs) <laughs> not him actually rushing into somebody's rescue <laughs> oh I love it oh that's it brilliant lovely. but I hope people come to the gig because this is the biggest gig I've ever done and I put so much work and art and I, I've worked that everybody will feel so much joy and it'll be fun I'll start it off gently I'll bring it into it and I really will I'll wait to see it it's it's unbelievable. I've had such a huge um, excitement yesterday working it all out and doing rehearsals and the guys are back because I wanted to make it better than ever because we've been apart and oh, uh, yeah. and I've missed it. But I also want to make a value for money. Oh, God. You know, I want to... Well, always your shows are value Beyonce. for money. Come on now. It's Absolutely. <laughs> I want to... No, because people are... No, it's been a tough time. And I think um, I think it's important, you know. It's been a really tough time for everybody and musicians, and but everybody. And I want, and I'm very glad when people decide to spend their hard-earned cash coming to see me. Oh, so yeah. I'll give it everything I've got. So I hope you've come. And I, I worked on it that we all feel joy and exuberant, and you'll leave feeling 
Listen, fabulous. Oh, do you know what? That, that is what we need after such a long lockdown. And, you know, talking about this album, 11 Past the Hour, you know, you were writing this during the uh, during lockdown. But for me and for people listening to it now, it feels like such a celebration. Like there's a huge celebration in songs. Made to Love is my absolute favourite. Like that is the song that is getting me to the dance floor. And then you have Diamonds. Cool. Oh, my God. This is like, you know, when I need to be reminded that there's good in the world, I'm going to stick this on. Like there's so much oh. good going on here there really is like was it was it up and down positive up and down kind of emotions for you though writing it oh always I put my heart into everything but it's 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 mostly positive you know or it makes you think and it makes you feel and of course you know I think that's important and I have um yeah you just put put like I said I put all of my heart into it and when I'm writing it I think that's the only way that you can connect with people is if you give yourself to it because that's the way people will get something from it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's how I, I just approach it, it, it with with a with a full heart. But it's majority the majority of it is positive. The gig is a positive gig. Oh, that's yeah. really important to me that you leave feeling great. I I can't tell you I can't um stress that enough. Oh I because no you're doubt you will. doom and gloom on your on oh, your yeah. phone and in the news and it's just relentless. We need um, a party. I thought, no, I don't. We need well it's not even just a party, it's just joy. We need yeah. joy. We you definitely know, to do. Go home like you're floating on a cloud. And I have um I haven't announced it yet, but I have um Niall McNamee, my lovely fella, is going to come and open the whole show. Oh, fantastic. Um, and he's a Dundalk. He's, I was just going to say, he's a, he's a local lad. He's a local lad. Uh, absolutely, that's fantastic. Lad. And and the, you guys have, of course, collaborated before. You know, we got a taste of that in lockdown as well. So excited yeah. to, to see all of that. And speaking yeah. about collaborations, you have an impressive list of people who've contributed to this album. Everyone from Ronnie Wood yeah. to Charlotte Hatherley from Ashes in there. I mean, was it kind of serendipity yeah. lockdown that made these kind of collaborations happen? Or had this been something that you've always kind of wanted to get these people working together with you? Well, they're all friends and and I think that's what, you know, during lockdown, that's what you miss most, isn't it? Family yeah. and friends and you get in touch with people you haven't seen in a while and it was more that kind of thing saying, do you want to come and play? They were like, I'll bite your arm off. You know, it was, <laughs> there was a there was a joy in it, 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 it and, and fun and excitement that we were, uh, you know, everything seemed up in the air and weird. So it was just more relationships than I, you know, I wasn't sitting there going, who else going to put me album? Yeah. Like, absolutely. Ronnie, will you be on me? You know, or, <laughs> and I was on Ronnie Wood's album. So he was saying, if you need me to be on yours, give us a shout. So I did. And then Noel Galler and I were texting and I had a duet. And I thought I would, you would be fabulous on this because he's an amazing voice. Yeah. Um, as he's known as been the best writer and guitarist, but he's so flippant cool and, and of course, Charlotte, Jesus, she plays unbelievably. Uh, and I have um, Andrew in from Primal Scream on it. And just, yeah. I was in the studio, he was next door going, Andrew, get in here. <laughs> and he was coming in playing on that while he was in next door at Primal Scream. So for me, it's a, it's a lot about filling your heart and the joy of it all, you know, and relationships and just seeing people and playing together and making music and having nights. 
you know, it's just, mm. otherwise life is dull. Oh, completely. And I can't stand that. Life is for living. It is for living. It really is. And, you know, you're back on the road. As you said there, you're rehearsing, you're chomping at the bit to get out there. It's kicking off in May, coming to draw it in May 3rd. We are so excited about this. Now, Imelda, I can't have you on this show without asking you some silly questions. Are you up for this now? Go for it. Okay. <laughs> what is in your pockets right now? Um, One euro. And you tissue from Violet at the bus stop this morning where oh, she's running. Yeah, it's disgusting. I can't even tell you it's that night. <laughs> okay, sunglasses. I'm hopeful. Okay, you're hopeful for the sun. But listen, you're not a mum if you don't have a snotty tissue in your pocket, I think. Uh, <laughs> no, I hate, I hate saying that on the, on, on the air, but that's what I have. It's, Listen, Imelda, you're not, you're not the first. You're not the first celebrity to have said that to me. Uh, <laughs> who is the last person that you texted? Uh, yeah, oh, actually, it was, um, it was my manager telling me uh, um, to hurry up off my dog walk that my interview was there. <laughs> I'm so sorry to rush your poor dog around the place. Oh, fantastic. I love it. Keeping you on track. Uh, pineapple on a pizza, yes or no? Uh, no. Yeah, good stuff. No, I don't oh, need yeah. No, no. I can't be coping with free pizza. No, 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 no. Uh, what song would have you run into the dance floor? Always the Nolan. I'm in the mood for dance. Oh, Always. yes. That's what my, a that's tune. My yes, what a yes, tune. That my, is a perfect dance that's along. My girlfriend, no, that's the one if they yeah. want me up. That's the one. <laughs> I love it. What is the strangest thing a fan has ever said or done to you? Oh, God. Oh, there's, oh, uh, somebody, um, he keeps turning up at gigs and giving me photographs of himself. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Is, is it weird? Is it creepy, or is it just endearing, or is it like security? It's lovely. It's lovely. It's a lovely day. I'm okay. I just thank you so much. Love photographs. Love you. I love it. Oh my god! The fans be crazy for stuff like that. Um, if, <laughs> if your house was on fire, now everybody is safe, loved ones are out, but you've time to rescue one thing. What are you grabbing? Well, other than birthdays and all the stuff that you'd normally go for, um, I would say uh, a, a photograph album. Yeah, so important, aren't they? Imelda, it has been such a pleasure. I'm wishing you all the best with this tour, with this new album. It has been so lovely having you on the programme. Thank you so, so much for joining me. Thank you. It was my absolute pleasure. Do, 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 do. Imelda May. Good to be alive. That chat went on way longer than what you just heard. Can I just say? I had to edit it so much, but the full something like 20 minute chat with Imelda May will be on lmfm.ie later on. Oh, it would do your heart good listening to her. Really would. And, you know, I'm a big fan of hers. And sometimes when you chat to people that you're a fan of, you kind of are a little bit apprehensive, aren't you? You're like, oh, please, you know, be nice. And, you know, and she just was a gem. Such a gem. Uh, Somebody asking, is she coming to the Royal County? No, not at the moment. Okay, she's coming to the TLT in Drogheda, May 3rd. She's also going to be... um, let me see the dates here Limerick uh, Killarney Cork Opera House she's coming to Vicker Street as well that's the 13th 14th and 15th of May and uh, you can get tickets Ticketmaster of course is the, be- is the best place probably for all of them but uh, the TLT.ie as well for the TLT gig so very much looking forward to that and as she said and how refreshing it was to hear her say she's going to make it really great value for money and she was saying as well tell them because uh, once we finished the chat and I finished she said oh I forgot to say tell them forget the dinner 
Don't even bother with the dinner. Come down to the show. Come early because our fella is going to be opening the show. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a treat. A treat in store, May 3rd, Imelda May. And if you want to catch the full interview, the unedited giggly interview, it'll be on lmfm.ie a little bit later on. 11 to 1. Now, I did promise a little exclusive with Sandra Bullock. We're all about the celebrities on the show today. Yes, she sat down with us to chat about her new movie, which she stars alongside Channing Tatum, Brad Pitt, Daniel Radcliffe. It's called The Lost City. I'll bring you that very, very shortly. First, it's back to the music. Here's Gaga. There's Lady Gaga, Bad Romance on LMFM's 11 to 1. Can I just say, there's a really lovely message that's after coming in on 86 658 that has made my day. Thank you so much. It says, thanks Sinead for today's show. Only thing getting th- me through work. It's quiet, wet and cold. So thank you from a big fan in Kells. Big fan in Kells, thank you so much for that message. That was just lovely. And I did uh, get a little bit of a lump in my throat. So thank you very much for that. I'm all about giving you a bit of a distraction, isn't it? Particularly in a wet, miserable day. And we have a great distraction coming your way right now because I am loving this. It's called The Lost City, okay? I'll give you the little blurb first of all on this, right? So she's a brilliant but reclusive author, Loretta Sage, played by Sandra Bullock. She spent her career writing about exotic places in her popular romance adventure novels, featuring handsome cover model Alan, played by Channing Tatum. He, uh, she's dedicated his life uh, to, sorry, he has dedicated his life to embodying the hero character, Dash. So while on tour promoting her book with Alan, she is kidnapped by an eccentric billionaire, played by Daniel Radcliffe, who hopes that she can lead him to the ancient lost city's treasure from her latest story. Wanting to prove that uh, he can be a hero in real life and not just on the pages of her book, uh, Alan sets off to rescue her. Uh, So they're thrust into this epic jungle adventure. The unlikely pair will need to work together to survive the elements and find the ancient treasure. I'm going to give you a taster of the trailer. This is exactly what we need. Really good action adventure and a lot of fun. Here it is, The Lost City. You led me straight to the lost city. Now, prepare to die. There are just hundreds of snakes in this temple just waiting for us to show up. What? Why aren't they biting that guy? This is ridiculous. Delete. 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 Listen, Loretta, we need you to promote your new book on the lost city. You can't spend your life in the bathtub drinking Chardonnay with eyes. Gentlemen, the world's sexiest cover model, Dash McMahon! You do know you're not Dash, right? Dash is a character I made up. Dash! Oh my god. Oh crap. Miss Sage, I enjoyed your book about the lost city, and I believe you're the one who could help me find its treasure. I have to respectfully decline. I'm afraid I must insist. Unchain me! That's your seatbelt. Loretta Sage is missing. I'm gonna rescue her. I just want her to think of me as more than a cover model. Let's start living dangerously. Alan, what are you doing here? We're here to save you. I'm certified CPR, I'm certified CrossFit. I have snacks. After them! 
it just looks like such good fun. It really does. Uh, a great, great cast involved in this. It really is. Uh, now, we did get the opportunity to sit down with Sandra Bullock and ask her about the filming. And uh, we had to ta- chat to her about the dynamic because there's a great chemistry between herself and Channing Tatum. And this is what she had to say about that. We'd met at preschool. Our daughters went to preschool together. Um you know, I think we realized, we, but we didn't have that next level personal interaction until we started rehearsing the dance sequence. And it was masked and in his choreographer's garage and it was a little awkward and like, hi, how are you? And we realized on day three that we both had the same inappropriate, stupid sense of humor. And only he heard what I was saying under the mask. And he was like, oh, I, I was like, oh, really? Oh, like, and we realized at that point we had each other's back in that regard, and there was just a lot of physical trust. He's a physical comic. I love physical comedy. It just it just fortunately happened. It wasn't like it, we'd practiced and found a rhythm. It just was, and uh, we got so lucky because of it. It was just one of those things, you know, can't explain it. It just was. There you go. The dynamic between the two of them. Uh, Channing Tatum does get completely fully naked in one scene. So, of course, we had to ask about the naked Channing Tatum scene. You know what I mean? It's a tough gig when you know that everyone's going to be criticizing every part of your body. And he worked really hard. I didn't work so hard in that regard because I didn't have to be naked. Um, That's the nice thing about being a producer. You can tell people when to be naked um, and choose not to be naked. So, uh, no, but he's, he's so game. He works so hard. He works so incredibly hard for the joke because it just, it wouldn't have worked. I mean, I'm sure it would have worked another way, but I, I prefer picking leeches off a, a ripe peach such as Channing's rather than one that just kind of, um, you know, you, you're putting some pressure on it and then it collapses on itself. So I think what he gave us was the appropriate amount of, you know, whatever you call that. (laughs) Absolutely brilliant. The Lost City is out in cinemas this week and you can find out more information on it on lmfm.ie. Now it's time for this. LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Lynn Mac Auto in Navin requires a fully qualified mechanic to apply. Please email lynnmacauto at gmail.com or you can visit the Lynn Mac Auto Navin Facebook page. That's L-Y-N. M-A-C-A-U-T-O at gmail.com Enable Ireland requires a support worker for adults with disabilities based in Crumlin and Rialto in County Dublin Day Services and in Navin County Meath To apply you can check the vacancy section on their website enableireland.ie or you can email dcoyle at enableireland.ie PJ Murray Engineering requires an agri-parts and tool sales person please email your CV to pjmurraying at gmail.com so that's pjmurray with the eng at gmail.com or check out PJ Murray Engineering Facebook and Instagram pages for more details and don't forget all of the jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie LMFM Job Search Thank you so much to all the guests who contributed and for your company as always. I think I've got time to squeeze this one in. It's the Coronas. Have a great day. 11 to 1. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 